Hello, Internet, and Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023. Welcome to the Always Online podcast. Multiplayer gaming at its best, brought to you by MMOBomb.com, your home for all things multiplayer, MMO, MMORPG, MMOARPG, MOBA, the MOBAs. Just put them all in there. We cover them all. And 2023 is about to be a pretty big year. So welcome to the new year. We hope you had a wonderful holiday season that you welcomed in the new year safely with friends and family. Obviously, big NFL fans, some of us, some of us, I should say, some of us uh, big NFL fans. So thoughts with uh, DeMar Hamlin and his family as uh, good news yesterday, you know, seems to be headed in the right direction. So uh, all of our thoughts there as we get ready to cover what we're looking forward to this year after we review our predictions from last year. Joining me to go over all of it, Quitlin Bowers. What's up, Q? Uh, I mean, it's it's a new year, and it seems to have started <laughs> kind of ridiculous, <laughs> I guess, like last year. Yeah. I'm a little bit sad about the Jeremy Renner thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just like, you know, a death here, an injury on the NFL <laughs> field here, Jeremy Renner and the snowmobile thing. Like, it was just like... How, how sad is it that he was there. out there trying to help somebody else when that happened? Is that what happened? Yeah, like, he was out trying to get to, to you get had messaged else me out. that and I meant to go look because I didn't I knew that like, he got basically got run over by his own snowmobile. But yeah, the, I didn't know the, the particulars the and then I never failed. got to it. So it turns out that he there was somebody that was stranded. He was trying to get use the snowmobile or the, the snow plow to get them out. So he was out plowing because he he owns a snowplow and just does his own property or whatever. Right. And uh, the safety failed. It ran over him, caused blood tr- chest trauma, uh, ran over one of his legs. And um, I think the, he was lucky because one of his neighbors is a doctor. Oh, wow. And I'm going to assume they said he lost a lot of blood, but I'm going to assume that him being in a very cold space stopped him from just, you know, and but he's doing better, I guess, a little bit. Like yeah, he's, he's awake and he's tweeting he, and getting a scalp massage and been under gone under a few surgeries to repair shit. Chat it sucks. Chat is now throwing around new acronyms for us, Troy, the new bridge, Blackburn, uh, for what we should call like the the just group of like because if you say MMORPG, but you put something like Redfall on the list, which technically is MMO with RPG elements. Somebody invariably is going to comment, you know, that's not an MMORPG. Yeah, it's it's going to be on the list. If you want to comment it when Anthony's articles go up, we're looking forward to it. It's yeah, whatever. It'll be on the list. Uh, if you my Warhammer comment, 40k Dark Tide review. Somebody commented that this isn't an MMO. Yeah, well, I mean, well, that's just hey, the we didn't advertise that as an MMO. We yeah. advertised it as a multiplayer game. That's what we cover. So that whatever. Uh, but now t- chat's at Terranova saying, call them MOGs, multiplayer online games. Dear God, please don't let that catch on. Ever. <laughs> ever. Uh, Ninja Panda's saying should be MAGs, multiplayer and games. Uh, don't let that catch on either, I don't think. I, I don't I don't think. Uh, I, we need somebody to come up with, <laughs> with an acronym that spells mounted. I mean, let's revisit classic <laughs> MMO bomb stuff. And multiplayer, it, multiplayer, you got the M. Yeah, you got user. the MO. You, it, it's 
Let's not do it on this show. It's only an hour long show. <laughs> I get multiplayer online user. Guarantee. Guarantee that'll now become the question of the week. The que- I have a question of the week. You bozos won't answer it. Instead, I'll get 40 different multiplayer gaming acronyms for the word mounted. <laughs> you know what? I... It's fair. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. Yeah, you know, uh, speaking of question of the week, we're going to, like, basically skip that. With the holidays, I think, like, one or two people replied. So I put your answers in the show, but bombs and question of the week answer are going to be really light this week. Make sure you're getting your weekly bombs in the comments with your question of the week answers. If you want me to keep doing those segments in the show, I tried to take one of them away. You all yelled. I put it back. Get those answers in there. You're you're, you're forgiven for the holiday week. That's fine. We get it. But let's head over and get started with the news. All right. Let's kick it off reviewing the predictions we made last year headed into 2022 and see just how many of those we got right and or wrong. Now, for those of you that watch every week, we appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, listening on iTunes, Spotify, any of those things, while you're there, give us a like, a subscribe, turn on those notifications. The stuff that feeds the algorithm, we appreciate it. It's fast. It's easy. It's, uh, in fact, free for you to do. Uh, But we do this every year, and Jason Winter normally kind of heads it up. Uh, he's. I did invite him to be on the show to review these. Uh, his concern wasn't reviewing them. It was that like he's doing his own streaming thing over on his channel. Make sure you go check him out over on twitch.tv slash Winter Informal. No, just Jason Winter. Just Jason Winter on... Uh, I can never remember the Twitch. Jay, uh, he's, if he's <laughs> yeah, in, I think it's just Jason Winter. I think it's, it's just Jason Winter on Twitch. It's Winter Informal on Twitter. Uh, yeah, so... He was fine with that, but he didn't want to really make any predictions for this year. He's kind of been sticking to the games that he's playing. He's streaming. Go check it out. It's a fun time. Uh, so, Troy, I- I'll, uh, I'll, I'll <laughs> we'll include you here, but we're going to go through these and kind of see how Q and I did. So, prediction number one, if we would have asked you at the end of the year last year, Troy, New World goes free to play. With the caveat that if it shut down, that also counted, because there was a time where that very much looked like a possibility. Would you have thought that New World goes free to play by the end of 2022? I don't think so. I think uh, they, they you, seem... Yeah, you were too much of a fanboy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was about to say, they there's no point pretty, in asking him this question. Yeah, they, they seemed pretty, uh, pretty dedicated to what they were doing and just making that work no matter what. Uh, so I think I would have predicted that they don't just because they seem so stubborn in making it happen. Yeah. As, as it is. Obviously Jason sets the prediction. So all of the predictions are things he already believes to be true. And then Q and I on the show would chime in with whether we agreed or disagreed. So this first one, Q, do you remember your answer? (laughs) Nope. Because I immediately (laughs) forget anything like that. Q agreed with Jason that new world would go free to play and Troy... Your boy, Mike, said, no, not going to happen. And that was with the caveat that if it shut down without going free to play, it was a wash. Nobody was right or wrong. 
I'm willing to bet mine was that I figured it would really just get shut down. <laughs> so uh, Jason and Q, no points there. But Troy, look at me, helping you out, supporting you, believing now. Nah, and look at New World proving yeah. that producing some actual quality content could actually save the game. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's kind of kind of impressive. I, again, I still worry long term they're not the numbers Amazon always wanted as far as yeah. the executive team goes. But right now they still got forty thousand playing right now, forty thousand playing right now. Uh, the second one was that we would get a major game announcement from Daybreak Games. Now to put a little more context around this, it had been leaked. Uh, well, not leaked. It was part of the Embracer group who had purchased Daybreak, one of their financial presentations, uh, that they were doing something with the Marvel license at the time we did this cast last year. We didn't know what. And then later in 2022, that project ended up getting canceled. So I guess we technically got a major game announcement from Daybreak. <laughs> But cancellation is not in the spirit of the question. It was, will they be announcing something new, whether that would be uh, in the EverQuest franchise, whether it would be the Marvel thing that we kind of knew was out there. What do you think, Troy? Looking at <laughs> looking at it, like in hindsight, you're like, you guys yeah. expected something from Daybreak? <laughs> right. I, I do have to say, though, probably with the, the rumors of them doing something with Marvel, I would have probably thought that they would have said something about it, uh, just trying to get some attention back their way, because they've been so asleep here lately anyway. Uh, nothing, you know, big, new, exciting coming from them in quite a while. So I, I probably would have said, yeah, they're gonna, they've got to say something about this Marvel MMO. Yeah, my uh, caveat on this one was I agreed. I thought they would make an announcement, and I even went a little further and said it'll be something besides the Marvel thing. Like, I thought they were going to have something else. Q, also, you also agreed with this. Unfortunately, all three of us took a bloodbath on this one. Daybreak didn't <laughs> announce shit. <laughs> they didn't announce a damn thing. Q, will we hear something from Daybreak on a new title this year. Puts her I on mean, the spot. <laughs> yeah, it, well, no, it's not so much that. It's just thinking about, like, we really just don't hear or think much about Daybreak anymore. <laughs> so, I don't know. You would think they would do something just to, just to kind of put themselves, you know, back out there i mean every some... embracer financial thing we see like dcuo making money everquest everquest 2 still making money they're on what like expansion 19 and 20 or 19 and 21 or something absurd like that had embracer had the embracer thing happened when we discussed this like, yes. Yes, because we knew it, okay. we knew about the Marvel thing, and that was spilled That's in right. an Embracer financial thing. Uh, okay. Yeah. This is this is how good my memory is. Because um, I was going to say maybe maybe that's just but Embracer's just out there still like just plucking up companies left and right and then going yep. okay now we're going to put you over here so you two can be together. <laughs> like it's like you know the kids playing with the dolls and going now kiss except it's development teams. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I, d I don't know because the way this functions now, I, I, I just, you would think, but then they're under this other umbrella that's got a whole bunch of other shit under the umbrella and doesn't really matter if they announce something new. Right. Last like, at the end of last year, Troy, you have to. I, I feel like I'm the only one that gave this one a shot. You had to. If I asked you, December 2021, will Anthem shut down in 2022? You would have had to have said yes, right? With like the Anthem 2.0 thing being knocked off and canceled, mm -hmm. uh, and just like you would have had to say yes, right? Yeah, I would have thought that was gone. Well, so did Jason, and so did Q, but once again, I disagreed. I said Anthem would still be here, and I gave it a cheers, because the game has made improvements. I was enjoying going back into it a little bit. Sadly, it's not something I would play now, because there is no development on it. There is no hope for an Anthem 2.0, but I, I stuck with everything. Jason tried to make everything free to play or shut down, and I said no, and I get the point again. <laughs> You just really want to be the beacon of hope. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. Uh, this one's a little embarrassing, though. Another Jason predicted that another major MMORPG company would be bought. And Q, both you and I agreed. So we're all in this together. We're all getting a point or we're all not getting a point. The embarrassing part comes in when I had Jason. I didn't realize initially... Uh, or Jason usually does a recap article where when he makes his new ones and he recaps who picked what on the predictions of the previous year. Since Jason's no longer here to write that, I said, hey, do you happen to have documented who picked what? If not, I'll just go rewatch the old cast and write it down. When I got to this one, I was like, was a major MMORPG company bought this year? Because Jason had said, looks like I got this one and this one right. And I was like, what major MMO company was bought this year? Which one was it? And finally I ping Jason and I'm like, hey, what MMO company are you counting as being bought? And he's like, uh, Blizzard? <laughs> and I was like, oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> An attempt was made. Was like, <laughs> and it's still being made. Yeah, I mean, technically the, the deal hasn't closed, but yeah, they Ooh. were bought for all intents and purposes last year. When he said it, I was like, I don't know why my brain could not find that answer. <laughs> because, because I mean, the, a deal has been made, but money hasn't exchanged hands because certain parties won't let the money exchange hands. Therefore, technically, it's not bought. Yeah, the FTC in the United States, the pre-trial hearing uh, was a couple of days ago. Yeah, not, not and really the UK much is still in yeah. investigating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but this one counts. That's absolutely a correct prediction for all three of us. So a point across the board. Now, sticking with that one, Jason said that Bobby Kotick would still be the CEO of Activision on December 31st, 2022. So he gets that one. Bobby Kotick was, in fact, still CEO. And it looked rocky last year, uh, Troy. Even knowing, you know, what was going on, it, it looked like there's potential for him to not be there. Now, it may just be taking a golden parachute and leaving as opposed to anything dramatic and firing. But mm. I, I think there was a chance, and Q and I both thought there was a chance, he might not be the CEO as of the end of 2022. I feel like I waffled on this one and y'all made me pick. Probably. Oh, that sounds like <laughs> something we would do. 
not. But yeah, that I sounds feel about like, right. I feel like I was I, I was probably hedging on it, and 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 I was forced to choose, and I was just, oh, I remember I said uh, it, that basically I really hope that that's the case, so therefore I'll just vote for it to try to will it into. Oh, the there you go. Yeah, you <laughs> that's go. what that was. Troy, there was an honest shot. He wasn't going to be there, I think. I think the Microsoft sale in the middle of the year, though, the announcement of that pretty much solidified that, yeah, he's going to be there now until it's sold. Yeah, until it's sold. I don't know. He's he's always seemed like he's above repercussions of any type. Uh, you know, regardless of what he did know, didn't know, should have known, took part in, didn't take part in, whatever. It, it always seems like he's... He, he's a, He's been above all that and been able to avoid any direct, you know, repercussions because of it. So I don't know. I, I don't know that I would have. Uh, I think I would have said that he'd probably still be there. So you would have been with Jason and you would have gotten the point. So those are the yeah. five predictions. Now, the way it breaks down is you get a point for each one. That puts Q at one point. Congratulations, Q. Uh, on another major MMORPG company would be bought, you agreed, and Blizzard was purchased. That puts Jason at two points for the MMORPG company being bought and him thinking that Bobby Kotick would still be the CEO uh, at the end of the year. And that puts me at three points for getting Anthem not shutting down, New World not going free to play, and an MMORPG company being bought. So it looks like I am the Nostradamus of MMO bomb with a 60% accuracy rating. <laughs> if you ask me to tell your fortune, flip a coin. I might be right. I might not be. What about predictions for this year, Troy? Got any tasty MMORPG or multiplayer predictions, whether it's for a particular game uh, coming out and surprising everybody or coming out and disappointing everybody, a company, moves, new announcements? What are you looking for out of 2023? Uh, probably two of the things that I'm looking forward to the most aren't coming out in 2023, and that's Ashes of Creation and the Riot MMO. Uh, I don't think we're close to either one of those coming out in 2023. So, you know, I'm just kind of sitting back and waiting to see what, you know, what actually does land. Uh, Blue Protocol, interesting, you know, things like that. But Yeah, we're going to talk about, like, our MMOs that we're looking forward to. This is like a prediction. Oh, man. I got, I got nothing big other than, you know, the Blizzard deal completes this year. Regardless of the government pushback, that, that happens. Yeah, I don't think the FTC has a leg to stand on there. What about you, Q? Uh, yeah, I would go with the Blizzard deal and probably uh, Embracer Group and Tencent owning even more <laughs> of the video <laughs> industry. That seems, that seems pretty safe. <laughs> I mean, especially I mean, with China over the last month kind of easing up on restrictions and pushing a bunch of games through their approval process finally. I mean, things were backlogged for a while while they just basically shut things down. Tencent took yeah. a little bit of a beating. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, I bet Blizzard finds another publisher for World of Warcraft in China. And that happens this year and losing the the net ease deal um, by choice, by choice. <laughs> Chirac says, I predict more half finished games that need more love and less RTX. Yeah, I predict that Square Enix is royally going to screw something up with NFTs or blockchains and piss a lot of people off, a lot of people off. Um, 
And I'm going to go with... Is there anything like big out there that I think you know has a sub and might go free to play? I I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, I, maybe there's a. Oh, I will. I predict. Here's a good one. I predict we will get more news on whatever Zenimax slash Bethesda is working on. As f not not Starfield and and Redfall. I'm talking about they they in my mind they are 100% working on a multiplayer slash MMO game. A lot of resources have been reallocated there. We're kind of seeing Elder Scrolls in this weird spot over the last two years. That yeah, the content has been steady, but it's kind of been less and less and less. Uh, with the big feature of the last expansion being a card game, nobody wanted. So I have a feeling. Yeah, a I was lot. gonna say, and and what they're putting out is less impressive too. Like it's yeah, less. And they're they're shifting their like design to come back and check it out. They're shifting their design philosophy away from the one year content stuff that they have been doing for the last few years. So uh, while I while I want to see will star will star citizen release. No. <laughs> no. No. They're making too much money to release. No. Yeah. <laughs> right. What about Blizzard survival game? Think we'll hear anything tangible about it? Yes, I think we will. Uh, I think we will on that front too. They have like two products that are kind of in development, and that's one of them. I think we definitely hear something, um, and I think we'll get reveals from Bungie on a f at least one of the things they're working on with Sony. Chirac says no. We won't hear anything about Blizzard's survival game. Do you? What do you think, Troy? Uh, I don't think so. I think it gets canceled. Really? Ooh, yeah. there's a tasty one. Yeah, I, I think that one gets canceled. Uh, they're good at canceling stuff that we're looking forward to. <laughs> we might actually <laughs> want to check out. So that one probably goes the way of the dodo. All right, let's talk about things we are looking forward to then. So 2023 shaping up to have an awful lot of games. Uh, particularly on the MMORPG slash MMO front, whether that's from AAA developers or from indie developers. Let's talk about some of the ones, Troy, that you're looking forward to. You kind of already started laying down the groundwork for things like Blue, Blue Protocol, something you're interested mm -hmm. in taking a look at, some other titles. What's on the docket that Troy wants to get his hands on that we pretty much, you know, we're pretty sure we'll get our hands on this year? Uh, I'm I, I'm really interested in Dune Awakening. Uh, I, I think that we've got a chance to do some alphas and betas, stuff like that, sometime this year on, on that. It's just a survival MMO. It's not going to be anything too in-depth. Uh, I think we've got a shot at that one. Uh, let's see. Uh, Arcage 2, does it make it over here this year? Probably not. Uh, but I would be willing to check that out, depending on what the cash shop looks like. And then Blue Protocol, uh, not typically my cup of tea, but that one is a is a more of a, a real MMORPG, sort of has my attention. And it looks, the videos and stuff I've seen, the combat stuff looks really interesting. So I'm you know, looking forward to checking that out as well. Yeah, Blue Protocol, obviously a huge one. We kind of talked about it as we ended the year last time. Now, we probably, on the West, probably won't see this until the back half of 2023, the way they've kind of set up a console and a PC release. Uh, they'll get it in Japan a little earlier. I think, if I remember right, it's going to be console first and then PC, the the way they have it planned. I might have that reversed in my head. But, yeah, the, I, I love Bandai Namco, 
and and I mean the Tales series and stuff like that. And this fits that mm-hmm. art style, and it's an MMORPG. What are the odds, Q, that this one gets published by Amazon? Oh God! Oh, I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The totally different <laughs> game. Totally different game. This this one <laughs> this one is being published by Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the the initial reveal announcement was. It's the next game I want to talk about that I ask. I want to ask the odds on. My bad. Like, My what bad. are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you looking forward to this one, Q? Um, I mean, it looks neat and everything, but I already have two ongoing games that I play quite extensively, <laughs> and I don't know that I have room for yet another. Like, especially one that, like, what, like, one of the things I like about Genshin is, yes, it's kind of multiplayer, but I don't really have to deal with anybody in it. I can just go <laughs> do my own shit at my own pace and not worry about it. So, I, I don't, like, I, I might poke around in it, but I seriously doubt that I would stay in it. I just don't have time. I don't have any reason to believe, Troy, that the monetization here is going to be a big issue. Like, it's Bandai Namco, who I think, yeah. I mean, they don't do a lot in the free-to-play slash excessively microtransaction space. Maybe this will be their first foray into it, seeing the <laughs> yeah. uh, the popularity of Genshin Impact. They are going to be doing a, a gotcha-type system in Blue Protocol for some things, which we've talked about on the site here. Uh, the gotcha stuff has never really pulled me in. I'm just not a fan. Uh, I can deal with it being there. Uh, but I'm not going to partake in it. And, and I just don't see Amazon, based on lessons learned with uh, not so much New World. Yeah, it has microtransactions, but you know, not all that. It's, it's not all that laden with them. But more importantly, the, the work that they've done with Lost Ark, I think, has taught them what is going to fly in the West and what is not going to fly in the West. Yeah, I believe so. I, I believe with Amazon as a publisher, like you said, they, they've learned some lessons already. Um, I don't see any big egregious uh, cash out things coming out in it. Now, obviously, like you said, we could be wrong, but I don't see anything. You know, my prediction is nothing egregious in the cash shop there. One game I am worried about the cash shop in, but am interested in watching is Throne and Liberty, NCSoft. This is the game cue I wanted to ask. What do you think the likelihood of this being published by Amazon is? Uh, NCSoft really not really uh, connecting with a lot of publishers, right? I mean, they, they, they do Guild Wars 2, they do Lineage, like, but if they're looking for a little Western help, maybe Amazon is on the plate here or as a potential option for Throne and Liberty. We know very little about this besides it's coming out in a few months. Like, it's, <laughs> We've seen a couple snazzy trailers for it. We've seen some nice visuals. We've we've gotten a little bit of details from a, a stream they did uh, with the directors not too long ago, but there's like basically everything on the monetization front is still hidden. Is it worth looking forward to this one, Q? I forgot about it. <laughs> so no. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember thinking it was pretty, or something. <laughs> the day before. Zombie survival MMO. We got a new gameplay reveal of that yesterday. I uh, put that up on the site. On the site, I'm still. I know Troy. You're not looking forward to Wayfinder. I want to see what they can do with it. I, I like the idea of an MMO that is the dungeons. Go do the dungeons. Go do the dungeons, and that is the game. Uh, I I love dungeons in MMORPGs. 
So I'm interested to see what we get out of Wayfinder. But then there's, if you want something a little more cozy, something that I know some of you have been watching for, don't forget, Palia is supposed to be a 2023, or at least could potentially be a 2020. We don't have anything official, but that could be a 2023 release, given how long we've we've known about this and how much development. So don't have an official date, but could it be this year, Troy? Hmm, I think there's a shot at this year. I think uh, probably holiday season, maybe. There's a bunch of other ones, too, that, I mean, we're not going to cover them all. Anthony has written an article. It's going to go up a little later today. You can check out, like, 18 upcoming AAA and indie MMORPGs releasing in 2023 so far. Uh, Mad World got pushed in, so if you're looking for something a little smaller, like a browser 2D thing, that's supposed to be. Then you got War of Dragon, Dragon O'Rocks, uh, Past Fate, Hytale, Core Punk. I mean, there's, there's a lot. And that, Troy, that doesn't even count to your point the stuff that isn't going to come out this year but we should get a lot more information on the league of legends uh riot uh mmorpg uh pantheon is still chugging along you know getting ready to do their first pre-alpha of the year uh this month as well you've got your soul frame. surely creation. surely we're soul soul frame. Soul frame. yeah i mean there's a ton of stuff that we have yet to hear about it's looking to be a pretty busy damn year you know, Takal, I've uh, actually enjoyed my time in Mad World quite a bit playing that game uh, in the in the betas and stuff. I've had a lot of fun. In the, for a browser MMO, it's a heck of a lot of fun. The art style is fantastic. So I, I recommend everybody check out Mad World. Troy, what's your gaming resolution of 2023? Is there a, a game you really want to try? Is there a set of games you want to get better at? Is there, you know, hey, I'm going to buy less. Hey, I'm going to buy more. Hey, I'm going to get away from the computer and go touch grass a little more. Like, what is your gaming-related resolution for 2023? I'm focusing a little bit more on some of the single-player games that I've sort of not gotten to yet uh just because i've been playing you know mostly mmos mmorpgs mobas things like that so right now i picked up on the steam sale i'm playing through cyberpunk uh and then i've got god of war lined up and then i've got um the spider-man the sony spider-man lined up for right after that so i'm i'm looking forward to getting in some of the some of the better games that I've missed so far, being a, a mostly online player. Uh, so that's my focus right now. A little more single play, a little more Troy time. A little, a little more, more Troy, Troy time. time. What about you, Q? Uh, I mean, I hadn't really thought of you know resolutions, but yeah, I've basically been trying to play more of the single player games as well. So um in addition to you know just continuing to play xiv and genshin impact uh, i've been playing harvest stella quite a bit um and i need to go back and redo cyberpunk and finish it up and uh i have stray that i need to finish because i haven't finished it yet because you know i've been doing other things so it's basically just that i'm gonna love me some redfall which is another game coming out in 2023. <laughs> I'm going to love me some Redfall. I, I have a feeling I'm going to love that. Uh, yeah, We haven't even talked like on the single player front. 2023 is just Final Fantasy 16 and Starfield. And it's just massive. It's all, What we know about this year already is massive. 
until 90% of it gets delayed until 2024. Mm. Uh, and then March 2024 will be a wallet buster. Uh, everybody's shit will be coming out at the same time. My gaming resolution, though, Troy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit Grand Champ in Rocket League by the end of the year. I'm in that Rocket League still I, on that, huh? Still on it. Still on. I, I broke last season. I broke in to champ for the first time ever in twos. Now I just got to get through champ one, champ two, champ three, and into grand champ. <laughs> so I got I got ways to go, but I want to see that icon on my screen, you know, for the first time. I got a year. You can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. That's the resolution. To Cal forcing themselves through Jedi Fallen Order right now. What do you mean forcing yourself? That's a great <laughs> game. I guess if you don't like Souls likes, then maybe maybe it's not. Uh, so that's a lot of good news to start the year, gang. An awful lot of good news. And keep in mind the um, resolutions question. We'll circle back to that one when we get to the question of the week. But not every game or every company is starting the year with a bang. Some of them, Troy and Q, they're starting it with an oof. Mm. And this didn't make the show notes, so I'll just call it out here because I had just written it up and posted it this morning. Death vs. Let It Die launched three months ago. Three months plus a couple of days ago on PlayStation. Three months ago on PC. That game is being yanked down. They're yanking the game down to go to redevelopment to hopefully re-release a better product later. <laughs> Say goodbye to that. That won't be coming back. That, that's what I got. That's what I said in my piece. I was like, obviously, when we see things yanked like this, there's a high probability it's not coming back. Yeah. The, their announcement was like they wanted to. Uh, they're, they're having issues with lag. They're having issues with matchmaking. They tried fixing things via a couple of patches as they've added content. Season two getting ready to come up too. It's just not working, so they want to pull it down totally and do some redevelopment, saying, you know, it's a difficult decision, but re-releasing a game with significant improvements will will allow a wider audience to enjoy it, as well as current players. But their announcement ended like this, Troy, to the point you just made. One I mentioned in the article. Considering how much time goes into developing a game and that there's a finite number of games one can possibly make in a lifetime, it's impossible to say at this stage whether this is the right choice. But we love this game and are proud to have developed it together as a team. Therefore, we believe this is the best possible decision at this time. Really weird to point out that you can only make a finite number of games in your life there. <laughs> But it, it is a fact at some point well, yeah. you will no I mean, longer be making games. Right. I mean, there's only a finite number of notes I can write, and there's only a finite number of times I can go pee. Like, this, this, <laughs> all of these things have a finite number of But it was just really like, well, we can only make so many games, so maybe don't expect this one to come back. Like, hopefully for the developers who are passionate about it, uh, maybe they can rework it and, and stuff like that. But... Yeah, it's shutting down uh, end of July. So you got six months to enjoy this before they take it offline to rework, which is another weird thing. If this is your plan, why leave it up for six freaking months, Troy? <laughs> They're not taking it down until July. Uh, yeah, we ain't seeing this one again, I don't think. Yeah, I think that's the end of that one. Crowfall. God. Uh, okay, so some other things. Uh, in in what I tweeted, a worthy 
update Jason Winter style. I went back and updated a piece uh, or gave an update to a piece that he wrote a year ago. A year ago, Ryan Tan Shern pled guilty yesterday, Thursday, Singapore time, on those Valorant match-fixing charges that they, uh, him and a friend got booted out of the, the Riot competitive scene and then had actual charges brought against them. We don't have sentencing yet. That hearing is still to be determined. They, he could be facing up to five years in prison, a $100,000 fine, or both. Uh, seems unlikely, though. The, the judge is asking for, you know, I don't really see people this young up on corruption charges. So let's get some reports and assessments on whether rehabilitation and probation would be appropriate for this, for this conviction or not. Uh, and then, of course, uh, his partner in crime, um, uh, Malcolm Chung, um, still awaiting trial on these these same charges. So yeah, way to start the year, pleading guilty to corruption charges in Singapore. Troy, I, I, was that no. on your list? Was that, what do I want to do in 2023? <laughs> yeah, I want to want to match fix. Yeah, let's go. <sighs> hey Q, I want you to be surprised by what I'm about to say. Okay. Try to be shocked and amazed. A while like ago, what? a while ago, we had talked about it, whether it was on the cast or over on Ready Check Radio, I don't remember, but we had talked about pay transparency laws in New York and a few other eastern states that kind of started giving us insight into the pay ranges for different roles being offered by gaming companies. What we were really interested in at the time, though, was we knew that California, Washington, and some other West Coast states were about on the verge to pass those same pay transparency type laws. And we couldn't wait because that's where like most of the gaming, you know, not counting Atlanta and stuff like that, but most of the big gaming companies in the US are in California and Washington. Well, they did pass those laws and Q, put your shocked face on. Blizzard, shockingly below their competitors when it comes to the average range of QA testers. Shocked face! Okay, Mike, how am I supposed to be shocked at a piece that I wrote? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 I got it. Oh, there oh, we go. Oh, let me go to Troy, let me go to Troy's You're camera. You're lying! <laughs> You're lying! I don't believe you! I know it's stunning. Q, how big was the difference? Uh, so when I wrote this, stuff, I was kind of doing the math on it and it was Blizzard's highest pay. And, and, and note that there are two kind of different job titles, but they're, um, yeah, you got like QA engineer, engineer and test lead. and test lead, right. Depending on which place you're at, but they're effectively the same job. Um, so the low pay for Bungie and Riot, respectively, was 86K and 98K. The high pay for Blizzard was $91,760. The, <laughs> their, Blizzard's low pay was $49,600. Um, whereas the high pay for Riot and Bungie were 132, 700, and 108 K, respectively. Wow. So, I mean, 
Oh, there, California like, money. You're so silly. There's a 40. There's a, yeah, uh, it's like a 40 like K difference between Blizzard's lowest pay and uh, what was it? Bungie's lowest pay. It's the mystique, Q. That's what you're not factoring into it. The mystique I of mean, working at Blizzard. We now have a dollar value. That mystique is $40,000. <laughs> the funny yes. thing is, is you stop and think about it now, and you were, we were all like, lots of Blizzard people are going to Riot. <laughs> and now you uh, Riot with pitchforks or head to Riot Games? Like, which one do you... Riot <laughs> going to Riot Games, like, lot, Blizzard people leaving Blizzard and appear and showing up at Riot. <laughs> Troy, <laughs> when I said the riot thing, he was like both. Yeah, both. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. Yeah, both, both. Hey, uh, Troy, did you hear that Destiny Two is getting a subscription? You know, I heard that. Uh, yeah, data miners found it in the in the data. P.S. Just joking, just joking. Uh, so I initially saw this and I was like, "There's no way that's true." And I skipped it as far as assigning things out. I was like, there's not a chance in hell that's true. It doesn't even make Sony trying to make money sense. It would be a horrible decision. There's no way that's true. Sure enough. So we didn't cover it. Sure enough, a three three days later, yeah, we, we find out that it was a hoax. It was a hoax. Uh, according to a series of tweets by Destiny Tracker, and they didn't cover the original news, for presumably the same reason we didn't. Uh, the news that did spread like wildfire coming from some Destiny 2 uh, data miners said, hey, uh, this was actually a joke. We did not intend to for it to travel as far as it did. It was something we just posted on our Discord server, Destiny Tracker providing the, these updates in real time from the, the data miners themselves. And the data mining teams <laughs> said, uh, by the way, in the future, jokes will be labeled as jokes, which I think kind of cancels out the ability for them to be funny. Doesn't it, Troy? Like, <laughs> uh, this is uh, attention. You are about to read a joke. <laughs> Hardy, har, har, har. Uh, from the data miner on their uh, Discord server, was going to just let this keep on going, but since it grew really large, people were actually worried outside of the server. We just wanted to formally apologize and admit that we trolled everyone. This will probably make a lot of people angry, but it was all meant to be done non-maliciously. If there's any future joke posts, I'll label them from now on for future fact-checking. Nothing outside of the current season can be data-mined. This may change uh, in LF, uh, but doubtful. Happy holidays. Sincerely, Elliot, Elliot and Bruders over at the the team that actually data mined this information oof can a troll be non-malicious yeah post it on april 1st yeah post it on april 1st nobody believes anything they read on april 1st <laughs> right. this is true and it's 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 hell behind the scenes let let me tell you it is hell behind the scenes because not only do we have to like if we're reading news from somewhere we have to be like okay is this real or not should we cover it or not we actually get troll press releases from some of these companies and and they're i get it they're fun they're trying to be interactive and stuff like that but it's like we're introducing a new mode that does it has ninja fishes q in world of war tanks you can now be a ninja fish <laughs> we're like you wait know, what the only the only april fool stuff that i ever liked 
doesn't exist anymore because but it was think geeks oh think geek yeah, and their new yeah, products was yeah. the only ones that i really like there were other ones that were okay blizzard and you know their little things or whatever they were okay they were cute but the only really clever ones I, I always felt we're thing geeks. The rest of them were just kind of like, y'all are really phoning this in. Yup. Or, or it's just really like not fun, not a fun joke anyway, whatever. Like it's, you know, so. Troy, on the Final Fantasy XIV side of things, Yoshi P put out his usual New Year's Day letter thanking players and doing a little bit of retrospective stuff, and that's fine. We're not really going to cover it here. You can go read Q's right up on the on the site. Uh, but what we'd also mentioned in there is that we also got the yearly letter from Square Enix president uh yosuke mutsuda talking about nfts and blockchains as if they didn't just have the worst year on the planet for those <laughs> technologies and in fact using that as now maybe a better time to jump into this uh than it would have been previously so now two years in a row mitsuda all over nfts and blockchain oh yeah absolutely they're they're headed that way there there's going to be some kind of big announcement where you know it's going to be nft blockchain type stuff coming very very soon because they seem to be all aboard that train despite the fact that it's derailing itself as we speak let's end on some good news before we go to the weekly bombs yeah that was a lot of oof to start the year zenimax media their 300 plus testers in a super vote created their union, and Microsoft, to their credit, voluntarily recognized the union. Not only did they stay neutral the way they said they would when union talks began, but these 300 testers in Maryland and Texas, they voted overwhelmingly to join the union. Uh, we didn't get the exact vote from the CWA, but the, they said overwhelmingly, and Microsoft pulling something different than Activision, Troy, and voluntarily recognizing the union. So congratulations to them. You know, it, it's nice to see somebody set a president like that uh, in this industry, doing the right thing, letting letting testers come together and, and, and unionize in order to make their working conditions better for themselves. Uh, and a huge publisher like Microsoft just sitting back and saying, okay, it's what's best for you. If it's, if it's what's best for you, it's what's best for us. And hopefully working with them, you know, harmoniously into the future to, to make sure these people have a quality of life that, uh, you know, something that can be accepted in a work environment. Yeah, Q, uh, you and I and, and Jason a year or so ago said, you know, we're going to start seeing some more of this. Hopefully, like, it it catches a little fire. Honestly, I feel like this, we had the couple go through Activision Blizzard, a couple unions created there. Unfortunately, another union that was created, not Activision Blizzard, that company then ended up dissolving for other reasons. But uh, I think this might have been the big domino. Like, the big domino to start the chain reaction across the industry. Am I nuts? I mean, it's freaking Microsoft. And, and what makes this one interesting, right, is part of this is, again, one of those things in Microsoft's bid to buy Blizzard 
this is one of the things that they said would happen if we buy Blizzard and they've got people that have unionized, you'll totally respect that and there won't be any problems, right? So this is literally them showing, just like they, they were trying to do with the whole Call of Duty thing by offering Nintendo and, and Steam deals for, you know, 10 years, uh, uh, 10 year contracts and stuff. This is them again, just showing, look, we're doing what we said we'd do if, you know, all of this stuff goes through the way we expect we, we want it to go through. So yeah. I think it's kind of like a, a twofold thing for them. But it's it's it is one of those things where now, you know, and and I kind of suspect that part of the opposition to Microsoft getting Blizzard from other companies is this kind of thing because Blizzard because Microsoft said, hey, look, we'll just, you know, we'll respect this union thing and, you know, and roll with it. And other companies are kind of like, Uh, Now, I I hesitate to give Microsoft, like, too much credit here, right? Like, they did the right thing here, at least the way I, my my personal opinion, I feel like they did the right thing here. More importantly, they did what they said they would do uh, when we provided the update going into the holiday break, that they were going to remain neutral, and now providing the update here that they just voluntarily recognized the union. Those are all great things, and 300-plus people in the gaming industry, I think, is a big domino. Kudos on keeping your word and doing what you said you were going to do, which is kind of the bare minimum of a decent human being, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, just do what you say you're going to do. So I don't want to give them too much credit I, because, Troy, there is this element of they're very much a young child two weeks before Christmas, right? They know the payday is coming, be mm-hmm. on your best behavior. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying though. This this and it is good. No matter how you look at it, it is good that this happened. But I, I'm willing to bet that a lot of it is because of the other stuff going on in the background, the the Blizzard thing and all of that. Like more of their, you know, show this this is this is how things are, so we can get the thing we want. But in the end, it does benefit the yep. pe- the people that they allowed to do it. So. You know, if <laughs> in this case, you know, it's good. On that note, let's uh, slide over and do the weekly bombs. I'm going to go first because I've got two bombs here. And yes, I'm bringing up the B-roll footage here. I've got an A-bomb for Redfall's quote-unquote delay it's a game i'm looking forward to of 2023 we mentioned it a little bit earlier vampires i'm totally in i'll check out your game you you just put vampires in it i'm I'm gonna come and check it out looking forward to redfall they hadn't actually publicly said anything about a release date but apparently according to uh rumors from insiders that have contacts inside the redfall development team at, at least allegedly uh the team was looking to target like a March release, end of March release, and now that's been pushed back like six weeks into May. So I guess it's a delay, but not technically a delay since they never really gave us, uh, the public, a release date. So an A-bomb to that being delayed. And I'm going to give a dub-bomb to a game, an MMORPG that I know we will hear a ton about this year. We, again, talked about it earlier, but I just really want to get, and I know this isn't going to be everybody's cup of tea, but I totally, Troy, want to get my hands on Pantheon. I just do. I like the old school aesthetic. It's it's kind of old school looking 
while feeling a little more contemporary, which I think is like the biggest problem with going back and playing an old EverQuest and stuff. You may be willing to deal with some of the older nostalgia looking graphics, but then you get into the systems and you're like, God, these things haven't been updated at all. This is, <laughs> I don't want to do this. Pantheon kind of straddling that. I don't expect the game to release this year at all. They've still got a long way to go and they've said as much uh, heading into more pre-alphas this year. But I got to give them a debomb. It's still one that manages to keep me interested and in watching what they're doing, even though there's not a lot of information that comes out on a frequent basis. I don't know. They're they're straddling that line pretty well, I think. <laughs> Giving me just enough to keep me on the hook. Just enough to keep me on the hook. What do you got, Troy? Uh, I'm going to give a kind of a small the bomb to the early experience in fallout 76 as it exists right now um oh you played that's it right you played it this week on our stream for the first time yeah. ever played it on stream wednesday it was the first time i'd ever even touched the game um the early experience has been you know what i hoped it would be it, it sort of taught me some things along the way there's plenty of exploration there's plenty of areas i can go to there's plenty of areas i have no business being in <laughs> um, uh i've, I've had a, a pretty fun experience in the beginning stages of the game i'm level 10 now uh so i'm still very early on it's a uh, level 50 i think is when you stop getting uh, you're like your special perks and stuff like that. And there's leveling beyond that, but you don't get like special perks and stuff beyond that. Right. So I'm still very early on, but, uh, I've been enjoying the, the early experience in the game. It's been something quite different from anything else I play. It's a, it's a little survival MMO. So it's a, it's a little like new world a little bit, but there's eating and drinking and it's in the fallout universe. So it's quite different from anything I've played in quite a while. So I have been enjoying, I've been playing every night since then. Uh, I've been logging in for a couple hours here and there and, and checking and out the screwing game. up that single player resolution already. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, Q. Uh, so I'm going to give an A-bomb to developers just like not dropping any news for, you know, days and making us just like fish out the garbage news to have something and then suddenly dropping everything on the same day. Right. Like, can't y'all get together and decide? <laughs> like, just spread this shit out. So yep. we got, you know, something other than trash news. Uh, from uh, chat ninja panda saying to bomb for being back and hoping the that this year will be a good one now let's see how long that lasts thank you we hope you have a good new year as well to has one in the show notes but also adding a bomb to jedi fallen order there's no reason i should have to go all the way back to the ship after i solve the puzzle just shortcut me back damn it <laughs> dat mmo fast travel you want it now in single player games uh, Alan M00 says, I've been having a great time in New World for the past few weeks. It's the most expensive game I have. $20 for the game, way more than $20 for the RTX 4080, so I can play it at 40 or at 4K. My 1080 just wasn't up to the task. Well, I suppose I could play the new Witcher 3 update now, too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's, yeah I don't think your 1080 was, was, was going to be able to handle that one. Go ahead, Troy. <laughs> Uh, RS Jebber, happy holiday season to MMO Bomb crew. Get some well-deserved rest. The bomb to Henry Cavill. What a time to be a 40K fan. Right. My game my game of the year is Dark Tide, despite its rocky launch. Gameplay is so good. Just keep those patches coming, Fat Shark. I will say this, Troy, and I don't know if you've noticed it, but the further you get into Dark Tide, 
the the more question marky their monetization becomes. Yes, you're like oh. <laughs> yeah, I've been noticing that. I, I, I've I've already gotten to the point where I've looked back at my first look and been like. Hmm, if I'd have played, you know, X amount of hours more into this first look, would my opinion be exactly the same as it is? Would I've said some of the things that I said? And I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Q, finish it up. Uh, to call uh, with his, uh, his actual other one. Uh, Intel is on the 13 series now. How is that PC giveaway offering a machine with an 11 series? Oh, yeah, the, play, the Fantasy Star Online 2 uh, giveaway. The giveaway there. Uh, question of the week. Uh, last time was about your game of the year, so I just threw the one or two that RS Jabber said and stuff like that into the, the weekly bombs. Everybody had a happy holidays. Uh, make sure you give us your weekly bombs and question of the week answers for each show. Tonight, or today, starting off 2023, we want to know, what's your New Year's gaming resolution? Just like we answered, are you going to be playing more of a certain genre, getting better at a specific game, maybe playing games less and, and going out and getting out more, exercising, going out to, with the family, stuff like that. Let us know what your gaming resolution is in the comments below. We'll, of course, be back next week live, twitch.tv slash MMOBomb on Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern, just like always. Until then, Troy, where can everybody find you? Hey, check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash noobfridge. You. Uh, you can go to Quitlet on Twitter.com and see that I've posted nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mike Byrne. You can find me right there on Twitter at MagicMan1, but more importantly, follow at MMOBomb so you'll get tweets every time we go live with a stream, podcast, set up first looks, the free to play weekly news, articles, giveaways, and more. Stay safe. We'll see you on the server. Bye.